0: Welcome to Smart Finance 360, the podcast where money matters, meet innovative thinking. Every week, we dive deep into the world of finance, exploring trends, debunking myths, and bringing you the latest insights from industry experts. Whether you're a seasoned investor, a financial newbie, or somewhere in between, this is your go to source for becoming financially savvy. Welcome to another podcast of Smart Finance 360. I'm really excited to have Brady Humphreys here with a PMI Home Team. They're a great property management company nationwide. Um, probably one of the top that I've seen as far as, for you, Brady, how many uh, you know divisions, branches nationwide do you think you guys manage?
1: Yeah, so uh, we have a little over 400 locations across the United States. Wow, and between all 400 of us, we're managing 135,000 units. That could be association, that could be residential, that could be commercial, and even short-term rentals. That's
0: great. So that means you guys are helping out not only just with the actual property management, but you help with the homeowner association. You can help with the acquisition on property, selling. What got you specifically into this? What was your journey of becoming a property management? Uh, you know, you, you say that uh, you're the manager out here in, in Davis County, Utah?
1: Yes. Yeah. So I'm the co-owner. Uh, there's two of us that uh, own a PMI home team. Um, I got started you a know, long, long time ago when I tried to do it myself with no property manager. And, um, there. We, <laughs> we can discuss that a little bit later, yeah. but, uh, I spent many years in the medical field and COVID came around and I needed to make a change because some things were happening. Yeah, And I knew real estate is where I wanted to be. Um, especially because it allows for a reoccurring revenue stream and allows you to help people. Yes. Um, you're either helping them purchase their first home and turn it into a rental, maybe a basement into a rental, or you're helping them grow their portfolio. So I knew I could do
0: that. That is it's so interesting as far as how I've seen things because I, I kind of have a similar background as, you know, I wanted to, to become a dentist or an orthodontist, and now I'm in mortgages and finance. It's so weird how things happen. Did you all, always kind of have an
1: interest in real estate? What kind of got you towards...
0: Oh, yeah, management.
1: definitely, definitely. A, even though my first experience twenty years ago was was absolute horrible mess, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I wanted to get into real estate at some point. Especially, I wanted to do it to help, uh, you know, my posterity. I wanted to build something that was going to be, you know, uh, financial wealth for years to come. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's it, what's so cool is the education piece of how real estate can really change 10x people's net worth. It's it's crazy the s- statistics that you've seen that just by owning one house, it's like double Correct. the you know, um, person's their their net worth. Um, so for you, property management for me is so important because I've had I've had so many bad experiences when I try to do it myself. So kind of give the 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 pros of using a property management company, whether it be, let's just say locally and also nationwide. So let's start with local. What yeah. is something that just really helps out having a, a property manager?
1: Well, I, I guess maybe, you know, think about this for a minute. What, how many emergencies did you have? Did you ever have a flood in the basement? Oh, yeah. And always <laughs> in the worst time. Yeah. Like Christmas Eve, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Nope. Or nothing's worse than Thanksgiving. They call you and their oven's broken. You've you've ruined their Thanksgiving. Yes. And nobody's open. And it's not like well, it's
0: not one's no open. It's like I'm just the common guy that happens to have a rental. I don't have these relationships. Correct. That's the thing I think I'd love about it. you guys. You probably have a list of good, good uh, workers that you know are in different fields, different trades that are willing to work with you. But for you guys specifically, how does the setup work?
1: Yeah, for you guys. So it's you know we we can handle everything A to Z, and you know it's probably the same thing with mortgages. You guys take it in, you do all the paperwork, yeah. you handle it. You know, one of the biggest problems that I, I see a lot of new um, landlords is they, they try to find their own tenant and they don't go through the proper screening. Yes. they Maybe they don't do a background check or maybe they don't do maybe a check. Yeah. They don't know how to do yeah. it. Um, and then they let someone in because they say, I'm a good renter. Um, yeah. We hear it daily. And unfortunately, that's not how it is. Not everybody is a good renter. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's kind of sad because- you want to trust people, you want to be good, you know, and, and when someone comes to you and you're renting your own house, you you kind of have that empathy tied to it. Yes. And so I think a lot of people kind of skip those steps. And what we try to do is we try to eliminate the risk. That's our goal. How do I eliminate the risk for this landlord?
0: So, yeah, I love that not only are you eliminating risks, you're taking out the emotional. Yes. Like you said, like for, for me, one of my rental properties, I, dude, that grass when I bought it was terrible. <laughs> It was yellow, patchy, and I—I'm I'm the man. Likes my grass. I like good green grass. I like to mow my lawn on Saturdays. I look forward to it. I got this yard pristine. It was perfect. I was even willing, like, turn on the water. I'll pay for it. I don't care. Like with that, with those rent the renters I had. I'm like, I don't. I just make sure you have it on. Guess what? Yep, they neglect it. it. It died. It all died. And I'm busy, so I'm not checking. Nope. I'm just, oh, I had a great conversation with them. They've been great, and they like me, and I like them. And drove by one day. It was like they were in Arizona. Yeah, It was gone. I was so mad, so disappointed because I worked so hard on my yard, and now it's this, this weeded, terrible yard. So I think that piece as well as far as, like, it was a very emotional response for me because I worked so hard in that house. And- also even just, like, little things, like, you're nicking my walls, which they should. I mean, you're going to have We're nicks in tears, just yeah. wear and tear, right? But for me, it's like, oh, how dare you? It's a brand new cabinet. You know what I mean? So I love that having a property manager in there can not only help the owner be a little more level-headed Correct. in certain situations, they also can monitor that as well. And, and they're actually managing the property. And I think you made a really great point about something goes out on Thanksgiving, you guys have something yeah. immediately to help them. So, I mean... That locally, I think, is amazing. Now, for Nationwide, what would be a good way to use a
1: Nationwide company
0: like uh, PMI?
1: Yeah, so there's uh, lots of resources having a Nationwide company. So you've got the mom-pop feel of us being local, but we've got the Nationwide backing. Uh, if something happens, and trust me, every day I'm still learning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> something comes up that I'm like, whoa, I was not expecting that. Yes. I have a team that I can call, and I can discuss with them, have you ever been through this? And then we can kind of sit down and. Great. So
0: you know, have a, you have a, a community network that have seen different scenarios, and uh, you know, b- being able to go nationwide is great. Because let's be honest, for right now at least in the Utah market, it, you know, if you're going to buy an investment property, you're probably going to shell over a half a million dollars. Yeah, you or are. Just what you are. You, but you could buy in Ohio, where you can find a, a decent house for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm talking like two thousand, you know, five, two thousand six. Good house, good bones and uh, get a good return on your investment. Speaking of ROIs, you guys mentioned you got some really cool technology at PMI. Kind of explain a little breakdown of what you can evaluate and help someone who's looking to buy an investment property.
1: Yeah, so we've partnered with a company called Rescover, and Rescover allows you to find investment properties that will give you a, a rate of return. Um, I'm currently going through the process. They're on my website now, but I'm actually going to get trained. i got a three-day uh, course that there I'm going go. through. I'm excited for it because I'm going to learn to break down all the numbers, and I'm kind of a numbers guy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it'd be able to present that to others, yes. that's what the, that's what they want.
0: So that's, that's exactly cool they that they're training you guys to do that. They do. To get ahead of the curve, though. That's that's very cool. So they have all this this data for, for them to see. Yes. What's kind of the includes in there on the data for them to pencil in? Yeah,
1: so it'll tell them uh, exactly how much you should be putting down on this to get the return on investment that you need. It'll actually tell them when they need to sell, If they decide that they want to flip it at some point. So, one year. Yeah. I mean, it goes through everything. And it'll also tell you, hey, this is not a good investment right now. You should wait or something like that. Yeah.
0: So, the tech's in place. I also like that the infrastructure is really cool with PMI as far as it's not just sometimes a property manager. No. What other professionals that you bring in the mix that you can help provide for these clients if they use, you know, PMI specifically, just because. Obviously, this podcast is about property managers in general, but I'm interviewing you. And what does PMI do for these, you know, clients? What opportunities do they have when they purchase a home with, you know, PMI?
1: Yeah, I mean, the the biggest thing is, you know, especially with our vendors. You know, I vet, We talked about that yeah. a minute ago. I vet all my vendors. So I've got licensed and insured plumbers. I got licensed, and insured electricians, painting, cabinets, uh, you name it, uh, appliances. We've got all those connections. So that's what we can bring to them. And that's, you talked about yeah. that. You're like, Hey, if something goes out on, I don't know, I'm calling the <laughs> plumber guy on I'm, I'm Googling it, yeah. trying to figure it out. You're like, oh, oh, he's at the top of the surge. That's yeah. great. Yeah. But you've never used him. Yes. No. And, and, and that's, that's what comes in with being the first time landlord is you don't have these connections. And so we bring all those connections. We make sure that, you know, the insurance is good on uh, the home. We make sure that the renter's insurance is good. So it's, like I discussed before, we're trying to eliminate risk.
0: Yeah, that that's what's amazing about having that risk analysis. Because I remember my first time ever doing it without a property manager, I didn't get have them get renters insurance. I had no idea. I mean, I did get insurance for that uh, unit. I don't know what it was called, when my insurance agent said, "Yeah." And then they got me like an umbrella policy as well. Thank goodness, I guess, just in case something happened, heaven forbid. But like, I didn't know all the other benefits that you know they should have. I should have required them to have. And so the fact that you have that, it's the peace of mind, and it changed my life when I had a good property management company take over my properties because they just do everything professionally. Yep. thats I think that's the biggest thing is you take out the emotion piece there, but also having the entire arsenal and the army around you to help you be able to do what you do best. Now, if I, I, told, I, had, I had a couple of people on a podcast in the past, hey, if this is like your forte and you love it and you want to learn and you want to do it, yeah. that's great. Do it yourself. I would probably... I think my first step, if I loved it, would be like, well, I'm going to work at a company like PMI, right. you know? yeah. <laughs> so I could you know, at least figure and, and then learn about it. But uh, using a property manager, I would say, is the most important thing if you want to build a portfolio. Yes. And if you want to have, I think it's better for renters too. So, Like 100%. you said, Thanksgiving. 100%. I promise you, if they call me on Thanksgiving compared to calling you, you guys are going to have it taken care of. Yep. You probably have guys on call for it. We do. Stuff like that. Um, oh, it's just it's just I I have to preference. Anyone listening, please, I beg you, <laughs> if you're gonna get a rental, use a property management company. Tell us a little bit about because a lot of people that just on the surface level, when I tell them to use one, they're like, well, "What do they charge? I'm yeah. I'm gonna lose money." And I say that's very false. It is, and the reason is, tell me kind of the, the yeah. There's a lot.
1: the The biggest problem is is they don't investigate the market to see what their rental rate should be. Yep. and they just throw something out there and when I find when I you know have taken over some properties that have been self-managed, I have found rent as anywhere from three to five hundred dollars lower than what it should be so that alone if you were to hire me and obviously we got to let the yeah. lease run out but when the lease runs out we you know raise that rent you've paid for me and Fine. you've taken all the all the headaches away yes. so I think that's the the biggest thing that I see you know, with the self managed is that the rents are too low. So bringing it on to a property manager, they'll be able to analyze the market. They will figure out what the rent should be. And then they're going to make sure that all the risk, uh, you know, things that, to take the risk out is in place. Like the tenant insurance. Yes. Um, also making sure they have $100,000 in liability on their tenant insurance. One thing that a lot of landlords don't know is if you have to place a tenant in a hotel, uh, it, the insurance will cover that.
0: Yeah, they don't know. I would have known that. Yeah. Yeah, a matter of fact, I think I had a client that they had their own. Yeah, I did. I had a client. They they just did their own management. And the guy was paying for like an entire month for them. If you would have known that. Yes. (laughs) He's just, how much did he end up saving, right? Yeah. Saving, air quotations, so... The, yeah, that's that's just experiences everything on this piece. Uh, one thing I want to talk about that you guys rolled out that's really cool you were mentioning at the top of my head is transition program yes. to homeownership.
1: Tell me a little bit about this program. It seems really cool for, for people transition. Yeah, so obviously, you know, we don't want our tenants to be tenants there in, in their entire life. Um, some choose, and that's, you know, the way they go. But a, a majority of them would like to be homeowners at some point. Uh, so what we do is at 90 days before their lease expires, we call them up and say, what's your, what's your plan? Would you like to start looking for a home or would you like to resign on a, on the dotted line for another yeah. year lease? And I'm sure, you, you know, one of the things that you guys talk about is, you know, if you're, if you're paying rent, that's a hundred percent interest. Yep. I don't know where it's gone. But if you're paying a six and a half percent interest on a home that's yours and gain an equity, and a, a lot of other things. So our hopes is that we can transition as many as we can to home ownership and then to landlord. Yeah, oh, that's okay? cool. So if if we have a good enough relationship with these tenants and you know we try to do our best on yeah. taking care of things, me and Johnny on the spot, then they're going to buy from us several ways and then we're going to help create a portfolio of wealth.
0: See that's what's incredible about that is they learn from experience. Correct not just experience from being the professional, but being the consumer. Yes. So they're learning from experience, seeing how great it is to have a property manager. Then they go out and they learn how to buy and invest, and then you teach them to do the same thing that you've done. That's such a cool program. I love that about you guys. Another thing you mentioned too that I liked a lot is that it's not just residential. Tell me a little bit about the the commercial things you're seeing. You're seeing some really cool uh, different type of you know hybrid stuff. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what's going on there that you guys are managing.
1: Yeah, so we actually, we manage a building uh, in Layton, Utah currently, and it ha- was an old building called the Dansey Building. Um, and it, yes, it's, it's old, it's almost historical. I don't know what they yeah, consider yeah, yeah. historical anymore. Yeah, is it by like the Lehigh Roller Mills? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is up in Layton. Layton. Not, oh, no, up in Layton. Layton. Okay. Up in Layton. Yep, 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 yep. North, not south. Gotcha. Yep. North, <laughs> not south. Yep. <laughs> And this building's been around for quite a long time, and it was owned by the Danzi family, and it's been several things. It was a bar once. It was a sporting goods store, and it was purchased by a group, and they turned it into a whole bunch of single offices. And within six months, we had it pretty much full. That's right. And it's several businesses in there, and we all collaborate with each other, so we've kind of created our own little networking group. We've got our own... um, you know, break room, we've got a, uh, you know, the building is maintained by a cleaner, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's really nice. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, I was able to work with a developer up in Garden City, Bear Lake, mm-hmm. and he is building um, a nine units that are warehouse space, retail space, and a one bedroom, one bath on top, because the biggest problem Garden City has is long-term rental. Everybody's short-term up
0: there. Yes, everybody.
1: Everybody is. So if you want to move a business up there, where do you put your employees? It's tough. Yeah. Probably Airbnb for a little while. (laughs) And that's going to be expensive, Yeah. So I think Garden City is about ready to really explode because the master plan has about 700 units going in up there in the next three to five years. That's incredible. The same type setup. Well, just single family up there that are going to be more long-term rent. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunities in Utah, like said, you know, to get your mortgages, to start buying, to start becoming a landlord and going from there. Yeah, that's really cool on the especially on the mixed commercial stuff. It's yes. really cool how you can do a lot
0: with that. And the fact that you guys are already integrated and in, you know how to do this, you can teach educate people right. how to do that instead of just I, I love teaching about the, you know, the the, the residential with a mother in law apartment. That stuff's great. That's easy. But this stuff's <laughs> cool. <Yes>. Um <laughs> Market trends. So, are you? What are you seeing trends? You mentioned here the trend there in Garden City. Are you seeing other trends outside the United States? I know, obviously, for commercial, when it comes to rentals, uh, you know, some of these huge cities, it's rough because people are working more remote. Correct. But what are you seeing as far as you know, uh, residential and commercial? What market trends are you seeing? Anything like super hot right now when it comes to residential, and then we'll go into
1: commercial. Yeah. So I think the biggest trend right now in, is that you're getting a more uh, elite type renter because they're working from home. So you're getting an executive that wants a nicer home. That's a good point. Yes, and I'm seeing with that they're being they're being a little picky, which isn't bad because some of my landlords are like they 100% want 100 of their time there now. They, well, yeah, yeah, some of my landlords are like they want what what, what done. I don't I don't want to build you know yeah. fix that. And I'm like, hold on, this is a person that's going to take really good care of your property. We, let's fix it up just a little bit and then they're going to be home and they're going to take care of it for you. So I'm seeing that trend a lot because we're yeah. getting a lot of um, people from the West coast, the East coast are moving into Utah. There's a lot of opportunities going on here. A lot of, a lot of new jobs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so these executives yeah. are coming in they want nicer rentals and they're usually here two to three years. They're usually not a buyer because they want to go back to their state. Yeah. But that leaves a good opportunity for those that have the nicer homes to flip them into rentals flip them put them in rentals mm-hmm. make them a little nicer because you're going to get more rent
0: out of it Correct. and to me the peace of mind though is that yes I updated my kitchen but uh, how do I say this in a way of not it just gets <laughs> a more what's the word without me being offensive on this podcast uh, I, less trashy okay is, yes. if you have a brand new kitchen they're willing to pay more you yes. get a, a more like opportunity of that client uh, there I said it yeah <laughs> um for you as far as uh personal insight i want to know what was kind of so far your most rewarding experience you've had as a property
1: manager just like what you guys provide for people or do you have any experiences that you're like this is really what i do i think a lot of it i mean i get up every day and i work with some great people i have a great staff um corporate has just backed me up to no end i mean
0: great Corp, yes corporate shout out to my guy blake sanford you know who you are love you yeah great dude i got a
1: funny story about blake oh yes i don't know if you want to hear it on the pad- podcast probably not, not but i don't want to hear it afterwards okay. <laughs> um but i i think the the most rewarding is just being able to see it all come together finding a great tenant placing them in there. Not, I mean, obviously, you're going to still get some work orders every now and then. Yeah. I mean, that's just, houses need maintenance. Yeah, that's just, just how it is. And then seeing the first time homeowner that just became a landlord that was scared to death. Yes, and entrusted me with this hundred thousand. Yeah, plus you know, investment of my life, asset they have, and they thank me. That's those are the rewards that I love, and I shoot for that every time. Am I perfect? No, I mean, we're going to make. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to make our mistakes, but. As we learn and get better, you know, my team gets better. We just go from there. So. That's great. Well, you know, thank you so much. This
0: has been a phenomenal uh, podcast. I, I think anyone who's interested in property management, not only just to become a property manager, but maybe maybe they want to be one someday. Um, w- what's a great way, Brady, for people to reach out to you, to be able to contact you to get uh, some
1: property management?
0: How, how can we get a
1: hold of you? Yeah. So my website's pmihometeam.com. Uh, you can get a hold of me. At, my office is three eight five four two four zero zero two zero. My office uh, staff will will answer it. I'm usually out and the bout. They kick me out of the office hey, a lot. <laughs> gotta be out there. They they send me out to you know deal with all the owners and That's the tenants. The key,
0: though you got the team, uh-huh. you got the team involved, and I've learned that when what I do is it's so important to have a good team around you because you can only do so much. I've been a one man show yeah. mortgages. I can you tell you what can't do it. You, you can do good for a certain extent. And then you get to a threshold, where you're like, I need a team. So appreciate you guys. You are awesome, Brady. We'll have you Thank on again. You. We got to get in some more appreciate detail it. about stuff. But yeah. uh, thanks for ha- having us uh, on our podcast, man. Thank you.